The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We're so glad that you have joined us today, as always. And I uh, just want to tell you up front, if you're a first-time listener, that we will discuss a topic. We'll use movie clips to illustrate those topics. That's kind of the way we roll here, and we enjoy doing that. So uh, we're so thankful that you've joined us today. You can log on to our website, MasculineJourneyRadio.org, to uh, check out any of our past podcasts as well as uh, looking into, Robbie, our boot camp, which is just around the corner. If my calculations are correct, we're under three weeks now because uh, today is Saturday the 24th. So uh, we've just got a short period of time for folks to register. we still got a great deal going on there. Yeah, through the end of March, we got a BOGO. So it's a buy one, give one free, $199, and you get to come and bring a friend. Absolutely. So uh, not too late to sign up for the spring boot camp, and we certainly uh, look forward to seeing you there. Now, here is something that uh, here's something that we've been something that's been put on my heart, and it was put on my heart a few weeks ago uh, by a devotional that I saw, and it was uh, speaking to grace and God's grace, and it had been a long time really since I had. Uh, since I had really looked into what that really means, we think that we know what grace means. We think we know what God's grace looks like. But it caused me to really take a look and, and talk to God about this and his grace and what grace looks like in other people's lives. So we've got here today, we've got Jim, we've got Andy, we've got Wayne, we've got Robbie, we've got Sam on the phone. Sam, I hope you're doing well. These guys are really distracting me with their phone <laughs> just right now. <laughs> I don't know if they're telling a joke or what what's going on. But Sam, uh, how you doing, Sam? Doing well, Dennis. It uh, was just a weird day here today, yeah. down at the coast, obviously, and it uh, rained a little bit, um, and then it's been sunny, so that's nice. Well, good. We're glad to have you with us, as always. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna kick off things with a clip right now. One of the things that we thought about was that um, maybe people look at grace a different way, and this is Robbie's uh, laugh track because Robbie always likes kind of a kind of a comical intro in terms of our uh, clip. So we've got a clip from the movie Christmas Vacation. It's never too late for a Christmas Vacation clip in the year. Never. And uh, we're going to take a look at uh, how Grace can get a little bit confused sometimes. Before we begin, since this is Aunt Bethany's 80th Christmas, I think she should lead us in the saying of Grace. Oh, Grace. What, dear? Grace! Grace! She passed away 30 years ago. They want you to say grace. The blessing! I 
pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. 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 So, Sam, I get the feeling they got a little bit confused on what the true meaning of grace is, huh? Uh, you know, I think that it happens to, to more than just them sometimes. But, yeah, they definitely got the, the misunderstanding of that word. Yeah. Well, I want to share with you right now, everyone, actually, I want to share with you the beginning of this devotional that was given to me a few weeks ago talking about grace. And, and it said grace is the most magnificent word in our Christian vocabulary. Grace means God's unconditional love and his unearned favor. Grace also means to give freely. Grace is the same word as gift in the Greek language. And I thought that was really powerful. And Sam, we're going to we're going to go right into another clip with this because I think maybe in this clip we get a glimpse of really how that plays out in people's lives. Yeah, this is from the the movie Les Mis and uh this is one where Jean Valjean just really um shows grace uh, in a way that's just amazing. I know for me it was a model of what that really looked like in a video form Yes. to have true, true grace through God's love for somebody else. I'm sorry to disturb you. You caught him. But I had my eye on this man. Oh, thank and... God. I'm very angry with you, Jean Valjean. What happened to your eye, Monseigneur? Didn't he tell you he was our guest last night? Oh, yes. After we searched his knapsack and found all this silver, he claimed <laughs> that you gave it to him. Yes. Of course I gave him the silverware. But why didn't you take the candlesticks? That was very foolish. Madame Gillot, fetch the silver candlesticks. They're worth at least 2,000 francs. Why did you leave them? Hurry. Monsieur Valjean has to get going. He's lost a lot of time. Did you forget to take them? Are you saying he told us the truth? Of course. Thank you for bringing him back. I'm very relieved. Release him. You're really letting me go? Didn't you understand the bishop? Madam Gillot, offer these men some wine. They must be thirsty. Thank you. Don't forget. Don't ever forget. You've promised to become a new man. Promise? Why are you doing this? Jean Valjean, my brother, you no longer belong to evil. With this silver, I've bought your soul. I've ransomed you from fear and hatred. And now I give you back to God. Jim, you are a resident pastor. Uh, I'm not sure why I said that, because it really doesn't apply one way or the other, but I know that you've seen this clip and listened to it before, and I get the feeling that maybe it speaks to you a little bit about the, a picture of God's grace through the bishop here. Well, it does, because the bishop has been abused by Jean, mm -hmm. and Jesus was abused by the Romans and by his people. And yet, 
he showed love, and he said he was buying back his soul, which is exactly what Jesus did for us. He was ransomed for us. You know, it's interesting, Wayne, because it's a it's a picture for me as I as I revisited that clip this past week. It's kind of a picture for me in a different setting of uh, of what Christ did for us, and and the fact that we're in that season right now where we recognize that he he died for us, that he uh, he was resurrected on Resurrection Sunday, and that he he came back to life, but he died for our sins. He yeah he. And it just kind of, I, I, I saw the cross and the bishop kind of in the same vein there. Yeah, it says that while we were sinners, he died for us. And yeah. it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great illustration of what it looks like that in our darkest moment, in our dirtiest moment, mm-hmm. um, he's looking at us with love. With, he sees us not as we are, but um, as he made us to be and what we have the potential to become. Yeah, you know the bishop there saw um, saw him as what he could be, not not who he was, not not the name that he that he carried, um, but but yeah, the the soul within. Yeah, so. uh, Robbie, I think that if I recall correctly, this may be one of those scripture verses that you you talk about a lot that I've heard you talk about a lot, and I'm gonna kind of surprise you a little bit here because I don't think I talked about it in the pre-show, but this is from Second uh, Corinthians twelve nine. Uh, and it kind of it kind of piggybacks what Wayne and Jim were just saying because it says grace also means the power of the Holy Spirit that is at work in us. God says, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness." And I think you've shared with us in the past what, what that scripture verse really says to you and means to you. Yeah, that when we are <laughs> broken is when. You know, God is the hero of the story. Is you know, my, <laughs> that's when we need His grace. Is when we're Jean Valjean with the stolen silver, uh, when we're yelling at the guy who just cut us off in traffic, or um, at those points in time, <clears throat> God shows up and God's the hero. Robbie's not the hero. Mm-hmm. And so when it says, you know, His grace is made perfect through our weakness. It, it, it's when I'm at my weakest point. It's funny, my dad and I had this conversation last night about being poor in spirit and that he lost his wife and Vinny lost his wife um, who's sitting there. And, and it was at those points that they were really, really, really broken that grace meant everything. When, when grace shows up, when you're really, really broken and then the light of God kind of shines through our cracks yeah. and it's a beautiful thing. Sam, I want to ask you if if you've seen that, uh, and and we talk about different things that go on in our lives, and uh, you may want to share uh, whatever you'd like to share, but how you've seen God's grace at work in your life. You know, for me, I, I saw it, quite honestly, as my grandfather uh, growing up. I didn't get a lot of time with him. He was my dad's dad, and they'd had a falling out at some point, and so I didn't get to see him very often but the one thing that i always knew about him i knew he was a christian man but the the love that would pour from him and the grace that would pour from him it was just kind of amazing he was really one of the first people that i saw that was just so incredibly humble Mm -hmm. in the midst of how he loved and how he showed grace to others because he had received it himself you know and And i I think that that go ahead no sir finish up no, I just think that's something that, you know, once you receive it, it becomes 
something that's so much easier to give. Yeah. Absolutely. Jim? And if you saw all of Les Mis, at the end, you see Jean-Paul Jean giving that grace to a woman that he rescues. Yes. So when we receive it, we do give it, if we truly have received it. Absolutely. Wayne? And you know what Robbie was saying there, I love the illustration. It was one of the first things he said whenever I came on with uh, the show was, how God shines through our brokenness. Um, uh, it, it, he really does. It, it's in the releasing that, in the, you know, in the confession of things, All in right. the, in the sharing that, that He really shows. All right, folks, stay with us. Uh, on the other side of the break, we've got Shirley Temple showing up yet today on the show. <laughs> we got a music bumper that I want you to check out uh, as we as we do that and log on to our website, masculinejourneyradio.org. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. So, guys, what's this? I hear about this BOGO continuing for the boot camp. Well, how could we not continue the BOGO? Yeah, but Christmas is over. Everyone else has stopped their BOGOs. Well, it's always the time for giving, Dennis. It's a Masculine Journey Boot Camp BOGO. Buy one, give one free. $199. What an amazing thing that would be to give somebody a gift, and what they really end up getting is their heart back. Coming April 12th through the 15th. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. It's one of the greatest investments I know of. The second you realize what you have inside, it's only just a matter of my time. So the back row is your glide. Cause Morgan just won't do dance. You don't have to know how to. Ever since ever since Greece got you left. Welcome back to the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We're so glad you've joined us. We're talking about God's grace today. Guys, that's a new song from Mercy Me. Uh, they've been around for quite a while in, on the Christian music scene. Got a music uh, a movie out right now. I can only imagine who I'm hearing, which I'm hearing great reviews about. I think it was like number three at the box office last weekend, so check that out. But I wanted to share these words with you because I get a chance to play this song just about every day on the radio. And I thought it gave us a look at, another look at uh, what grace can mean to us when we have God's grace and when we have grace inside of us. Because he said, the second you realize what you have inside, it's only just a matter of time until you sing till the back row hears you. Glide, because walking just won't do, Robbie. And I've seen you glide across the floor. Dance, you don't have to know how to, Andy. And dance, ever since, ever since grace got you. So Bart Millard and the guys in Mercy Me, they're kind of painting a picture there of grace as a good thing to have and something to be happy about. So uh, would you agree with that? Oh, wow. Grace is a... The more I grow in the faith, the more I just, it blows me away more and more. And, you know, for me, Isaiah 61, uh, where, you know, Jesus quotes that in Luke 4, when he says, you know, the spirit of the Lord is on me to preach the good news and, you know, the captives free and all that. But then he comes through and he says in the second verse, to declare the year of the Lord's favor. And that word favor is that 
word rasson in the in, in in the Hebrew, and it's that the Hebrew for grace. And I realized, wait a minute, this is the year that Robbie's my favorite. And I started to think about how certain people would treat me like I was their favorite. And Pastor Quartz, those who ever went to Calvary Baptist Church knew that when you're in his presence, you always felt like you had his complete attention. You were always his favorite. And I started to think about the most godly people that I could think of. And when I was in their presence, I felt like I was their absolute favorite. And then I realized, wow, in John chapter one, it says, Jesus is full of grace. And like, Jesus is like all that. And then some, when I'm in his presence, I'm going to feel like, wow, I'm his absolute favorite. I realize you're his favorite too, Sam. (laughs) But part of that for me is my mother. Yeah. And, you know, being a child of the fifties and sixties, like Jim over there, we watched Shirley Temple and my mother is a picture to me of Shirley Temple. And that's a picture of grace that I did not understand. You know, they say someone has grace. Well, Shirley Temple had grace. And if you ever watched many Shirley Temple movies, you could see it time and again. She would be paired with some grumpy old dude that was just furious. And in the movie Heidi, she had this grandfather who had been a hermit for years and years and years. And in the beginning Mm -hmm. of this clip that we're going to play in a second, she is doing all the talking because he won't talk. What you don't see in the clip is that he's got this great big long knife. And yet, even though he is very intimidating to her and treating her horribly, she never quits showing him grace and through the movie you listen this is sort of a time lapse of Heidi of listen to the grandfather's heart as it melts underneath the power think of the power of this little girl the amount of power that she wielded over this old man to change him is miraculous I wonder how are you going to transition from Mark Quartz to Shirley Temple but you did it let's (laughs) let's listen I've brought there often to live with you I've taken care of her for six years Get out of here. Here she is. Her name's Heidi. How do you do, Grandfather? I'm very glad to see you. Aren't you going to show me our house? Oh. It's a very fine house, isn't it? Grandfather, I found my bed. I'll sleep on the hay. But I suppose I ought to have a sheet and coverlet. I say, I suppose I ought to have a sheet and coverlet. Well, I've always had a sheet and coverlet, but if there aren't any, I could sleep under the hay. Grandfather, it's a beautiful bed. Would you like to come and see? Is this for me? Yes. It's the most beautiful chair I ever saw. Thank you. What are you making? Cheese. Could I help? <laughs> are these ours, Grandfather? Mm-hmm. What are the names? Swanley, Fairly. <laughs> you don't look much like a swan. You don't look anything like a bear. I think you're a beautiful goat. <laughs> what if you give black milk? <laughs> you can milk, Fairly. But I don't know how to milk a goat. Well, then it's time you learned. This way. You may as well stand still. I'm going to do it. Oh, please, Swanley. Don't be so stubborn. Oh, 
Barely's a very warm goat, isn't she? Pretty hard work, isn't it, Grandfather? Is this the last load? Not quite. The rapids fur is thick. It'll be a hot window. We don't care if it's a hot winter, do we? There's wood to keep us warm and cheese to eat and lots of hay for Swanley and Barely. Can I go with Peter today? Maybe the last time before the snows. All right, all right. But be back early for your lessons. I will. Are you sure you can get along without me? I'll try. <laughs> She was going to bring out the best in him no matter what, huh? And it just touches me that at the end of that, he really can't get along without her. He, you know, he found love in his life, and you know, once you've tasted it, you can't spit it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's another part to this, and Sam, I'm going to come back to you for a minute here because I'm going to go straight to the Schindler's List uh, clip. And uh, one of the other things in this devotion was talking about grace and power. And without too much setup here, I'm going to say that this is what uh, this is what uh, Albert Schindler, his name, no, Oscar Schindler. I'm sorry, I wanted to say Albert so bad, but Oscar Schindler. He was talking to another gentleman, and uh, really, he talked about uh, grace and power. And it was so uh, in this devotional, it was so prevalent. It fascinated me uh, when I listened to this clip. So let's check this out real quick. A wonderful party. Why do you drink that motor oil? Hmm? I send you good stuff all the time. Your liver's going to explode like a hand grenade. You know, I look at you. I watch you. You're never drunk. Oh, that's... That's real control. Control is power. That's power. Is that why they fear us? We have the power to kill, that's why they fear us. They fear us because we have the power to kill arbitrarily. A man commits a crime, he should know better. We have him killed and we feel pretty good about it. Or we kill him ourselves and we feel even better. That's not power, though. That's justice. It's different than power. Power is when we have every justification to kill. And we don't. You think that's power? That's what the Emperor said. A man stole something, he's brought him before the Emperor, he throws himself down on the ground, he begs for mercy. He knows he's going to die. And the Emperor pardons him. This worthless man, he lets him go. I think you are drunk. That's power, Amon. Sam, what was fascinating to me about this, and this was set during the Holy Cost, and uh, obviously, if it weren't for Oscar Schindler, a lot of, a lot more Jews would have been killed. And uh, there was a statement that was made that came after this clip that said, "True power is the ability and willingness to show grace." 
And I thought that was a very powerful statement. The power comes in willingness to show grace. What's your take on that? Well, you know, as I was listening to that, Dennis, I was thinking about, you know, the grace that we've all received, you know, on the cross, you know, and that how many people through that grace, through our salvation and our reconciliation with the Father, all the power of, of um, movement, you know, the mm-hmm. movement of the Christianity movement back from when the disciples all the way through today, you know, it's all based and all founded on grace that began the whole thing. Absolutely. Speaking of which, Andy, and we've got, we're just down to a couple of minutes, but we want to make sure that we get this clip in, particularly for the time of year that we're in, and uh, tell us about it real quick. Uh, this is the uh, newest version of the Possible Ball movie that's coming out, I think, pretty soon, and it's just, just a trailer, but it just really, and I think we really focus on kind of some quotes that he has, and it's really just, though, you know, if anybody displayed grace, it was the Apostle Paul, and um, he just really exuded it, and then he wrote us Galatians, which really gives us an, 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 a good visual of what grace is about. So, Let government to overthrow Rome. To what end? Justice. They want revenge. No. Why not? Love is the only way. When the moment comes, you will have the strength to do what is right. Your people die today. This world doesn't know a thing about love. Where sin abounds, grace abounds more. Where sin abounds, grace abounds more. And in this devotion, I also said, while we can't get more saving grace, because we are saved once for all and guaranteed eternal life, we can get more grace to empower us, to equip us, and to educate us. This is what the Apostle James means when he says he gives us more grace. So not only is that grace available, Andy, but we can get more of it. Absolutely. Uh, it, it takes. It's what you actually need to make it through this life. It's not you get grace at the cross and you just get saved and that's it. you got to have grace to walk out this daily life, day by day. Absolutely. So we invite you to go out and find some grace this week. Uh, Talk to God and uh, ask Him for more grace to live your life. And in the meantime, if you'll log on to our website, MasculineJourneyRadio.org, you'll be able to check out our podcast. we got the Spring Boot Camp coming up April 12th through the 15th. We would love to see you there. Got a lot of good talks and other activities going on. Until next time, may God be with you until we meet again.